Jackson down by the bank. A Jacksonville Jaguars podcast with Corey, Derek, and JK3. All right, welcome to Down by the Bank, affiliated with the Blue Wire Podcast Network. This is Corey. Hey guys, what's up? It's Derek. What's up, guys? It's JK3. So we got the game Saturday, uh, preseason. Is this preseason game three or is three. it two, technically? Okay. I mean, technically two, but we played in the Hall of Fame game, so this is our third one. Um, yeah. This is the one where I think you'll see the most of the starters action. Like the dress oh, rehearsal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happens if it uh, is a torrential downpour like it might be projected to be? Do you think that they'll uh, pull most of the starters and just play is the Is it supposed to rain all day on Saturday? It's supposed to rain know. every day through Sunday all yeah, day. Yeah, it's like day. if it was anything like the rain today, then they're going to need <laughs> <laughs> Then it is going to be bad. It looks like it could be. So I don't know if that affects anything as far as not wanting your you know, starting folks to get injured potentially. Um, but how but long can you keep them in, in, in bubble wrap? Yeah, that's true. The field condition. Like, go ahead. I was say, it's not like we're, they're not going to play in rain anyway, so they do need to get, you know, guys that aren't used to playing down here will, you know, need to get used to it because there could be three or four games where it does rain because it's just where we live. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I just, I just checked the weather. Well, it's a 50 50 shot of rain on Saturday, which means it's not going to rain, so we're good. Uh, preseason games. I, don't know about that. <laughs> I always feel like preseason games seem to have the most rain. Usually, like week one of the regular season, and then the preseason home games. At least once a year, it rains, and you get stuck in like the hallway because of lightning or something. Uh, and then you um, get rain all in your popcorn. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, speaking of popcorn, and uh, and maybe the the first home game last week. Any? I know you got to do parking pass arrangements. So how did that look? Because I got stuck in. Cr- Crazy traffic, intended to buy like the $5 cheapo parking down uh, whatever that one road is that you guys say is too sketchy for me to, to park on. Uh, and then Dude, had to take an alternate route ran, park in the parking garage. I forgot that I even ran into you on the, on, uh, on Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> I was late. I, didn't, I, I, hate, I hate missing kickoff. And so I was, uh, yeah, I saw you in the hallway. Actually, I was like, hello, sir. And you like yeah. looked around with like the most like angry looking face. I was like, oh my God. Um, <laughs> but no, I had, to, I had to park in the parking garage and pay like $35 uh, for freaking preseason game, which kind of sucked. However, after I saw you and uh, said hello to you and your wife, I went and immediately purchased a delicious Diet Coke. From the uh, vending or from the uh, concession stand, so that was that was my biggest takeaway. Was it was it draft it was or bottled? Draft <laughs> <laughs> on tap on, on tap. tap. I heard yeah. it was watered down on tap. Even that's you hear what that? I hear. I, I just hear things. You know, I heard it was watered down. That's just what yeah, I, I hear. I thought it was good. I mean, that's what that was good. Diet Pepsi always tastes watered down. So uh, I'm happy. Okay. Uh, Nah, the yeah, tailgate, I'm happy with uh, it. so I'm in, I'm in parking lot E, and so this is this is kind of like uh, full circle for me because I've been going to the Jags game since I was like 16, 17, able to drive by myself, and you know, my salary at the time when you're 16 years old, you, you don't really, you're taking your allowance, you know, so my parents, they had my, my, they, my parents 
picked up my season tickets, but it's like as far as you going down, you know, you had to pay for your own food and everything else like that. So we used to park like off Talleyrand, but like all the way down Talleyrand, like as further as you can get to the river, <laughs> Talleyrand. And uh, it was no, usually no, like five, no. or, five or ten bucks for parking. Now, wait a mm-hmm. minute now. Hold on a minute now. So, I mean, yeah, I guess you had to use that allowance because I heard back in the day the, the Whitey's Fish Camp money didn't do you too well justified at the game. <laughs> That's just what I hear. That's no, just what I hear. No, Whitey's Fish Camp <laughs> it did not go very far. No, the, the, Whitey, the, the tips from, from, waiting, uh, from running food and, and, uh, and, and, and waiting tables at Whitey's Fish Camp did not go very far at all. So... Uh, that's a that's a that's a good one, Derek. I, I'll, I'll give you that one. So, but and now we're we're in parking lot E. Um, you know, I got an overpass. You know, uh, uh, overpass, so I don't have to worry about any rain. I don't have to worry about the shade. It's all right there. Uh, it's concrete, so you know I can start bringing out some nice shoes to wear to the games now. So I may bring out some Dunks, probably some Jordans. Uh, you know, get a little you know uh, a little razzle dazzle with the game day fits now. Last year it was uh, just straight chucks that I was wearing, so uh, you know I don't care about those getting dirty. I mean, chucks are like forty bucks now. Well, no, probably inflation are probably like sixty. But uh, you know, so now now I can uh, you know I can have a little style. And but the best part about it is that so the game kicked off at what seven uh, last last Friday night? Yes, seven. seven. Mm-hmm. Bro, yeah. I left my I left the parking lot like after. You know, packing up the tables, packing up like you know all the coolers and everything else like that. I left the parking lot, uh, and then the only delay that I had was getting into the game. But it was literally like leaving 15 minutes and still almost made it to my seats like right before kickoff. So I think that 15, 20 minute sweet spot is going to be there. Plus, I like to catch those videos, those like intro videos, like before they do kickoff. Yeah, uh, which are awesome. I right. wish there was, is there some type of do or maybe somebody can let us know on Twitter. Is there some type of like archive where you can kind of go through and see? Because it seems like they do those. The, the Jags media does a really good job of like current stuff that's happening. My favorite one they had. They did a True Detective one like a couple like maybe five or six years back, which was mm-hmm. just like absolutely awesome. Yeah, so, yeah I, really I, I wish there was a way they could <laughs> they could archive those. So when I say that I I'm upset that I missed kickoff, it's not so much that I missed the physical kicking of the ball. It's mostly that kind of stuff. I like all that pre uh, pre game video uh, package stuff. They do do a really good job, honestly. Yeah. Um. So that's the main thing. I, I I hate that I missed. So if I seemed perturbed when I said hello to you and <laughs> extra sweaty from rushing, uh, I got I I think I. Did my exercise minutes that day from how like aggressively I was walking. Up I to can the just stadium. see it now. You you just walking in front of uh, in front of Katrina. Just come on, we're gonna miss the video. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I was pissed in the car. I was so pissed in the car. But um, but yeah, it was uh, you know, it was good. It's preseason, so I mean, I guess we didn't really see anything crazy as far as game day experience goes or anything like that. But um, you know, it seemed like a okay crowd for preseason. The Deshaun. Uh, uh, Watson uh, reaction was super funny when he was. It was out great. There. It was, <laughs> so. and, and shout out to everyone in the Northeast end zone. Uh, you know for for doing doing your work uh, there. That that's awesome. But then I, you know, I saw a lot of slack like on or a lot of slack on Twitter. People were like, "Oh wow, uh, you're gonna take." That's a really family friendly environment. You know, I want to take my kid. It's like shut well, up. One. It's like number <laughs> shut one. Shut up. 
you you that section, and I'm pretty sure every NFL stadium has like a section of like just diehards and just like not family friendly things that you want to see or take your kid to. And then you know if you really like are just so like family oriented and everything else like that, don't bring your kid to a football game. <laughs> Literally, that that's that's just what it is. This is what no. bottom line. Like I bring my kids to the football game because I mean they're I mean the language yes, but I mean it's football. You know what I mean? That's like that's what you're gonna get. It's not you know mayonnaise and cucumber sandwiches and you know and and golf claps. It's it's football. That's what you're gonna hear. You're gonna hear some things at a football game. Yeah, that's the I, I swear. Sometimes you, you get some people on Jags Twitter. Sometimes they're you know they're 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 very witty, very to the punch, and then sometimes I'm like, seriously, I don't know if the yeah, person seriously? was like a if they were a if Jaguar they fan were, or it, not. I thought, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I hope that it wasn't for for that sake because just if you don't want to hear that type of stuff, which that's probably light compared to what's you know said on a Sunday to Sunday basis at the games. You know what's said, what's seen. Um, I mean, come on, we're the only stadium in the NFL that has a pool, I think, that's very visible, and I'm sorry, it's not a bunch of people in there just having fun in the pool. There's a lot of risque, you know, tire worn in there. Anyway, point is, it could be it could be worse, and I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. Well, I mean, I jump, was... into the, jump into the game really quick, Corey. What do you think about that first play? Uh, which play was first, that? Were you, were you the in, first offensive play? Seat? Yeah. Uh, it was the deep pass for or the long pass from Trevor Lawrence. Was that yeah, what it was? Yeah, to, uh, yeah, to Zay. Uh, Zay Jones, yeah. yeah. I sat I sat down as that play uh, started. So, yeah, that was a pretty cool way to, to end up. <laughs> Did you sit back down and then get back up? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> but, um, Did you spill any of your it, flat diet Coke when you did that? <laughs> Who are your sources? Because the Diet Coke is fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand flat. Where are you getting that from? But uh, I'm just, I'm just being uh, silly. I'm just being silly. No, but no. Um, the uh, wouldn't it be like pro family friendly to uh, to to criticize and harass the the uh, <laughs> alleged. <laughs> Sexual harasser guy, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> somebody and then the somebody right? was like, "So it's family friendly to bring a bring a sexual predator to a football game, <laughs> <laughs> right?" Exactly. I think what they were doing was, in fact, the correct thing to do uh, that you uh, want to see. But um, I didn't even hear what they were chanting or anything. I just assumed it was something bad. So I'll send um, you the video. It's not okay, family yeah. friendly for this podcast. Yeah, it was funny because like, uh, Katrina has no idea about his history or anything. So I'm sitting there having to explain like why this random you know, Browns quarterback is getting this like huge reaction, negative reaction. But um, he uh, got yeah, so uh, eleven would, games today too. They, uh, yeah. they they finally came down. So eleven games and what five 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 million dollar fine or seven million dollars or something like that monopoly money. Yeah. The worst part. The worst part is that. They suspend him for 11 games, and then it's like the 12th game he comes back to play Houston in Houston. It's like, bro, the NFL, the, <laughs> they, they just they can't lose. They, they have to make sure that, that that's like number one storyline. That does seem a little be, suspicious. Bro, I, I mean, suspicious. I, I, a, little, a little suspicious. <laughs> Dude, I, that, that I was, love a good conspiracy theory, but Lord, y'all got to hide that a little bit. <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, the, te- the Texans were probably counting on him coming back to at least sell out one of their games this season. Okay, and the NFL is looking at that ticket revenue from that game like, yeah, I think we can capitalize on that. You know, he's going to give us $5 million. Licking and, their uh, chops. Yeah, so we can we can count. The TV market will be huge on that one, too. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. go ahead and bring him back Texans week. Yeah. And then uh, he'll go out there, and then the fans will boo him. And whatever happens, happens. But, hey, we'll get our money. They're not going to boo him in Houston. Mm-hmm. You don't really? Think so? No. No. So? Uh, no, they're not going to boo him in Houston, bro. I think it'll be a 50-50 at least. He'll get he, he'll get booed everywhere. Um, you know, he'll get booed everywhere minus uh Houston and uh Cleveland. So whatever their remaining, you know, games are or wherever they travel to, but Houston, nah, I don't see them booing. Uh, well, think about it though. And not to get off point of the team of the Jags, but he he gave up on them last year. He said trade me. And he sat there and he practiced, but he refused to play. I mean, if I were a fan of the Texans, I'd boo him. You know, hmm. you know, for that, for the fact. I mean, forget all the the personal stuff. He basically gave up on the team. Jalen gave up on us, and we. And if he could, if Jalen Ramsey came back to Jacks, we would boo him every chance he got. We got, and he only think. gave up on us three games. I don't okay. think so. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm a, I, 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 I mean, I, I've got you know a disdain for Jalen like the the best like any other Jags, you know. But and I'm upset. I'm salty that he's not on the team. But I'm not gonna boo him. I'm I'm salty that he's he, not. He on the gave team. up I'm on us. That he's not here for what three games? Deshaun Watson gave up on that team for a whole season. That, that's interesting. <laughs> let's 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 remember that and check back on that because. <laughs> I like how Derek's like, forget about all the personal stuff. Like, yeah, like yeah. Not forget the about main what he did thing. off the field. He gave up <laughs> on the team on the field. That's no, like but the main I, thing. I'm, I'm, t- I'm taking it from, you know, not to get, get all up in that because, you know, people have different opinions on, on the situation. And then I don't want to speak yeah, on that. Him and the massage therapist yeah. have different yeah. opinions. No, no. I'm not talking about him and the massage therapist. I'm talking about just idiot people out here that just, you know, that think, think some type of way. Um, I'm saying just from a, I'm just trying to keep it from a football perspective. That's all. Not yeah. from a, not from the, the personal stuff that he's that that dumbass has gotten himself into. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, cover your ears, little Johnny. He, he, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna leave a review now because this is not a family friendly podcast. Oh, yeah, go right. ahead and go ahead and bleep that one out or whatever you got to do. But again, though, it's it's cursing in in favor of being negative towards uh, you know uh, alleged uh, assaulter. So I think that's uh, allowed potentially. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Uh, any, I mean, it's you know, late in the week at this point, so I don't know if there's any kind of highlights from the Cleveland game. I mean, obviously, Trevor Lawrence looked pretty good, so that's a good thing, right? Trevor looked good. In, we were leading. Um, who else do we got that looked really good? ETN had a great run. Um, Andre Sisco's playing lights out. Chad Muma taking advantage of Devin Lloyd, uh, you know, getting those quality reps in, uh, you know, since Devin Lloyd is, uh, is, is out. So... Foye Aluakon, you know, getting the linebackers right, man. I, I the defense looked great. You know, the um, the offense looked great. I'm trying not to drink the Kool Aid, but you know, I, I'm I'm mixing up. I'm mixing it up right now. I'm 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 ready. I think I, I'm getting hyped. <laughs> I think the top 
the top 30, top 25, let's say top 25 on the roster look promising. The bottom 25, not so much. <laughs> so yeah, there's not a lot of depth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a lot. Yeah, not at all. Um, it's good to see continuity and the the uh, the chemistry already being built. You know, Zay Jones seems like he's going to emerge as the favorite target, so that's a good thing. Um, and that's what you want. You want him to to build rapport with one of those guys, and then what will happen is defense will start to take that away. And then that's when you'll see the reason why we drafted you know, Trevor Lawrence, not just because he was the best QB coming out that year, um, but because then he already knows how to do natural progression. And he did it in college. So you're going to start seeing him getting the ball to Christian Kirk and, and, and Marvin Jones um, and, and, and company. So that's what I, I love seeing that. And hopefully that continues because we're going to need it. Um, remember, it's just preseason. So. But you got to practice it, and you got to get it down in practice, and get it down in preseason before you can get it down in week one. I love, I love that they um, that they have gotten him into some situations where he can bootleg um, or and, and get like out, outside of the pocket and make those uh, throws on the run. Um, I also, <clears throat> I mean, he 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 had a first down, a nice little first down run. Um, but then also, you know, being able to progress those reads. But I think one of the things that I've seen. Uh, and, you know, one of the biggest positions that and biggest needs that we've had since Mercedes Lewis left was tight end. And the fact that they pulled that trickery with Evan Ingram and he was wide open. And, you know, and, and I, I've never I, I mean, I can't remember the last time, you know, we've actually fooled anyone with that or, or actually had a tight end that was able to kind of, <clears throat> you know, get open like that. Now, I held my breath because I didn't want him to drop it because he's had a lot of drops in, in practice and things like that. But. Uh, you know, he, he got in and he scored on it. And, you know, I'm just glad that they were able to move the ball. But, you know, they had a couple other um, offensive possessions that that led to field goals. And, you know, I think that's going to come with the growing pains of, you know, being able to learn how to win, being able to learn how to put the ball in the end zone. Uh, you know, he had Trev had a couple of reads that, you know, that he should have made earlier. But overall, man, I was I'm very happy with the product. And I think a majority in the consistency. Of uh, of uh, you know fans that you know they were all happy with uh, what the offense and the defense put out, but I think coming on on, on Saturday, I think that's where the real test comes. I think that's where the real you know Ben test comes. I think you, you know you you've got a lot of your first and or a lot of your ones are going to probably play you know maybe a quarter, quarter and a half, maybe some leading into the into halftime. So I think the real you know the the what we'll see on Saturday will be a really good representation of of what they have. I mean. You know, minus James Robinson <clears throat> and then also uh, Devin Lloyd. But I think you're going to get a pretty good look at everybody. Well, it, it is good news that Robinson's going to be available week one. Um, mm. And I think that's... I can't wait. I think that's a perfect combination between him and ETN. Having both of those guys, if Robinson's ready to go, even if he's, you know, 80 90% as far as just the feel for the game, uh, counting of of a a real like thunder and lightning type uh, uh backfield where you can and and etn will bang too so you can't even really call him lightning just because you know he's fast he, he he can bang too so really looking forward to having both of them healthy and robinson it's just a shame that that happened to him and you know injuries happen but man, he was just you know coming out of nowhere, being undrafted the way he was, and how how 
how quickly he became not only a, a, a feature back, but one of the you know top 10 backs in the league before he got hurt. So top five. So I hope that continues. I have a question for you, and this is just like super off the cuff. But do you think James Robinson gets a second contract here? If he, if James Robinson runs for over, I won't say if this, if he runs for over 900 yards and 10 touchdowns, he better get a second contract. Okay. All right. I was when is his contract up? Um, so, I mean, he's got a three year, he's got a three year deal <clears throat> right now. So I think probably into this year. I believe he's- so. I mean, yeah, he, he, he becomes well, a restricted. He becomes a restricted free agent next year. So yeah, this is his. This is this would be his last year on the deal, on his rookie deal. So, since he was undrafted, I'm not sure what you know. I don't know what the terms are on that, but um, I think what he's done so far, to be honest, is warranted one. I won't even say. Let's say I'll, I'll retract that 900 yards. Um, it just really depends on what he'll do, you know, production wise as far as his foot, but. I mean, if he's anything like he was, they better re-sign him. Yeah, no, I was just asking just because, I mean, you know, it, this will be an undrafted free agent. Um, you know, the running back market and, like, any free agent market, you know, it, it is cyclical. And right now, RBs are down, uh, at least, in, you know, from a value perspective. So, I, you know, I just always want to know. I mean, because right now he's on a three-year, $2.29 million deal, a 25K sign-on bonus, average salary of seven uh, 763000 um, you know, from sport track. So, I mean, this is kind of one of those make it or break it years for him, right? Or this is where either he's going to get a, he, either this is him showing the rest of the league that the injury is in the past and he's still ready to go. Or is this something where the Jaguars are going to hold on to a guy and continue to build that, uh, what we want that keep that talent in house and develop that talent for where he can go on to. That's what we, you know, we we all know the history here. The, the notorious for not re-signing, you know, no second contract guys, um, and the one second contract we did give, and and Miles Jack, not only is he no longer on the team, but that was the one that we probably should have really thought about. Um, although he was a fan favorite, but there were other players that were more deserving than him. Not to say Blake, that was that Blake bad got a player. second year. Oh well, that's that's not okay. Let's not even talk about that. I forgot. See, you forget about <laughs> dumb stuff. Yeah, yeah. You, you forget about. I forgot about that. You forget about dumb stuff. That was a dumb decision. Um, Maybe that's but, what scared them off from two. Yeah, yeah but I don't two, know, man. Two, I mean, two, Teflon, two guys that were that were fan favorites, but they weren't the best guys on the team. Hey, man, that's the crazy part. Tef, Teflon Trent makes it happen. So <laughs> bulletproof bulky. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I need to hear that many man, many uh, many 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 man. <laughs> so help me understand with Etn and Robinson. Like, are they complementary players, or is that going to be a situation where like Etn plays really well and then Robinson just never sees the field, kind of thing? No, no. So the beauty the 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 NFL nowadays is a two back league per team anyway. Like, every team probably has, they probably dress three or four healthy backs. But two of them are going to get the bulk of the the reps, unless you have one standout that's a stud that you can't take off the field. But when you have two that are, that are, um, that are really good, 
you have to find ways to give them the ball. So don't be surprised if they're on the field at the same time in some capacity either. Like you can move the, the beauty of ETN is you can move him around. You can put him in the slot. You can put him in the backfield. You can be in a one back set with Robinson behind and ETN in motion coming across in a sweep, like a jet sweep situation. A lot of different avenues. Man, and then, you know, the fact that Dougie is known for the RPO, you know, the RPO is that's his bread and butter. So you have two guys that could possibly run the ball, not one, but two. They and they the could ball. possibly they could possibly both catch too. And and they could both catch. Yeah. And you can step back and throw. I mean, that's that's very dangerous. That's a very dangerous thing to have for them for us. I mean, and then what if they are both lined up in the backfield and then you got like Lavishka in the slot and you know he takes a jet sweep or you know fake the jet sweep and then you know kind of roll out to a pitch and have you know uh Lavishka blocking for you know either James Robinson or um or a uh, Travis Etienne, but you can't forget about Agnew or anything else like that either. But one thing I was looking at too is that James Robinson had like 46, uh, 46 catches last year before he got hurt, and he only dropped four passes. So you know, but some of those targets are probably going to end up going down with Etienne, right? Yeah, and don't forget about Trevor Lawrence. He's six five, six six two, whatever, but he runs like a gazelle. He can he can actually run. And move for his size. You got a little peek of that on that same drive, Corey, in, in the Browns preseason game. It was a simple. It was a simple read. All he did was read the defensive end. He looked at the defensive end or the outside linebacker, whichever you know, whatever you want to you know, however you want to say it. And if they come crashing down, then he's going to keep it and he's going to take off. I bet you in the regular season you'll see a wrinkle of that, and it'll be an RPO where he could step back and throw it. He technically doesn't have to run it. So that's it. If Trevor Lawrence throws for 200 yards, two touchdowns, and runs for 60 yards, and he doesn't get you know, killed, I could live with that. We win the game. What's the uh, RPO thing that you referenced earlier? Run, pass, option. Okay. So like what, Trevor Lawrence has, you know, just drops back and sort of... Well, no, you would read the pretty much. You would read the uh, so it's the it's RPO. a it's, a, it's based on a read. It's not really yeah. they, they don't do it automatically. It's based on what the defense is going to give. Them. It's reading the defensive line, reading the yeah. reading that rush in. So it would be like so. For example, in an RPO against the Jaguars, you would either you're either going to identify um, you know either Trayvon Walker what he decides to do or Josh Allen depending on what side of the uh, of the of the the line and which direction you're going to run it because that side is going to give up, you know, some leverage in, aver- in order to draw, you know, one of the defensive ends upfield. And, you know, it's kind of like a screen. So, you know, like when a screen, how they always seem to work against the Jaguars because they just get so much leverage upfield and they never retract or go, like, lateral to it. Same thing yeah. with the RPO. So, basically, if you can read the the defensive lineman, depending on what he does, like, so if you – if the the ball comes off the or if they come off the block and the defensive lineman stays like stays put, you know, you're probably gonna run it, you know, because then you're, he's gonna follow the pulling guard or anything else like that. If the defensive uh, lineman crashes it, you know, then running back will probably step in, take the block, and then you can kind of you know um, you know find the pass that way. So it's all about reading, and it's just pretty much like a little handoff kind of fake handoff kind of thing um, that they'll use. I'm pretty sure there's a little bit more of a technical explanation out there for it, but that's basic bare bones like RPO right there for you. Mm-hmm. 
So that's like a Doug Peterson thing, I guess you were saying. I mean, it's it's. I mean, a lot of teams do it. He just as some of his teams with the Eagles did it very well. I mean, that's how they basically gashed the Patriots in that Super Bowl. Belichick didn't know what he didn't know what they were going to do. And it wasn't because he didn't prepare. I'm sure Belichick, you know, it was more because of Nick Foles that day just had it. He did a masterful job of running the offense. So think about this. We have a guy that, you know, a quarterback that's clearly better than Nick Foles, although we, you know, um, you know, he's still in his, you know, going into his second year. But in my opinion, he's better than Foles. And um, he's going to run an offense that, is proven when run properly to really get after the defense and keep them guessing. That's the whole name of the game. I mean, I think you know if Trevor Lawrence takes the strides that we all hope he does, uh, I'm thinking he could be, you know, top ten quarterback in the league this year. Uh, Ooh. I'm hoping even higher than that. Is that is that a hot take right there already before the season? Mm. Yeah, I'm the, I, write I, it I, down. I want him to wow. be a top. I Book want him market. to be a top five. I want him to be a top five. I hope he is a top five, but at least top ten. It's so you just, want yeah. top five, but you're saying he he will be top ten. I'm saying he will be top ten. I want top five, but he will be top ten. Mark, I say it right here. Mark my words. If I am wrong, I am wrong. Um, but. Let, write that down. Take a picture of it. Yep. <laughs> you wrote, wrote it down. You <laughs> wrote it down. Corey wrote it down, yo. Corey wrote it down. Um, but no, it's just the guy's got all the tools. Okay. Look at look at the he had us in games with the most dysfunctional head coach of all time in the National Football League. And there's been some dysfunctional head coaches in the league. It doesn't get more dysfunctional than herbs. And he still had us in some games. So now that he's actually got a real coach, a real, you know, a, a QB guy, you know, Peterson was a backup QB. You know, so I say top 10, and I hope he's higher than that. I hope he's top five. You know, I, I, I would love for, I would love to say one day on, on this show that he's the best quarterback in the league. I would love to say that. As long as uh, what's his Nicholas Cage up there in Green Bay is around, um, <laughs> I don't Nicholas know. If that, <laughs> I don't know if that's ever going to happen. <laughs> hey, you referenced uh, Nick Foles. Remember when he was a like prized offseason pickup here? Uh, yeah, you know, through through one pass, one great pass, and broke his collarbone. Yep, like, bro, that, that's that's. That's Just the most up. Jaguar thing ever, man. I think that's what you want to prevent, too. I mean, like, you know, prevent him from taking a, a big shot. I mean, plus on, like, Saturday, man, I think with the Steelers, you know, you got – they're going to be playing their ones, too. You've got, you know, JJ or TJ Watt, you know, that's going to be, you know, going to be playing. Um, I'm excited to see the matchup between um, Shaquille Griffin and George Pickens. George Pickens is a receiver that I was really, really, really high on in the draft that I wanted so bad just because he's a menace. Like he is, you know, like a literally, you know, he 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 gives DBs nightmares, man, and just was able to be really physical at the line, but also uh, had some off field problems as well. I think that's why he kind of slipped. But yeah, I'm super excited about seeing, uh, you know, some of those defensive guys, um, you know, from our uh, from the Jags, and you know, and also some uh, some some offense too, man. I'm I'm just I think this is gonna be good, man, to have the have the ones. 
uh, for for a quarter and a half maybe. What about like uh, last thing uh, the defensive side as far as like specific players I guess to keep an eye out for um, anybody since the starters are going to be playing more is there anybody especially against the Steelers that you would say you know when I'm there to kind of like pay attention to their number and just see how they do. I I would say this not just as, I mean it's so tough because you want to pay attention to all of them although Ben Roethlisberger's gone the Steelers offense hasn't been what it's been. They're still a well-coached football team. So I would love to see how much disruption we can cause for them on offense. Uh, how much disruption our defensive line can cause. Trayvon Walker, Josh Allen, I mean, it doesn't matter who, who, who's in the game. Um, how, how, much, how tough is it going to be for the first quarter for their O-line to block us? If you see a lot of things where you see the quarterback backpedaling, if you see Trubisky taking – you know, more than five or seven steps back if he's, you know, kind of racing around, um, then that's good. That's what you want. You, you want him moving. If he's moving, that means that we're making him uncomfortable, unless it's a design move. That's what that's what I'm looking forward to, is just to see how much disruption they cause. Um, we'd love to see some, you know, second and twelves, things like that. Um just some consistent play because we're going to need it. We're, we're definitely going to need it. And I think that that's just going to add to the, the continuity that the defensive line is going to need to build to be able to, you know, survive in this pass happy league, especially the pass happy AFC. You know, Duraco said it on our show, you know, a few months back. You know, all the quarterbacks we have, like we got all these guys that, in the AFC that just throw for a ton of yards. And we got to be able to, to to stop that. And the way you stop that is you get after that quarterback. I'm uh, interested on the uh, on the offensive side of the ball. I really want to see what we can do. Um, you know, with uh, you know with the with the with the offensive line. Really want to see how they're going to do with you know some great competition. You've got Miles Jack also. Um, you know on um, you know on the opposite side of the ball for the first time in a long time. So really just being able to re. Uh, you know, see how he's going to read and react. And so you have a, you know, a veteran linebacker there, an athletic linebacker also. But um, I think for me too, it's just really seeing, you know, how much of the development between Zay Jones, um, you know, and, and some of the receivers with, uh, with Trevor, you know, all we do is get to read and kind of hear about it, you know, on 1010XL and kind of really follow, you know, what we do with a, a lot of the sports media here, you know, in town. So it's going to be really good to actually see some of these pieces actually coming together. Uh, I'm really excited about seeing, you know, uh, Vishka take, you know, some of the, uh, you know, seeing what his role is going to be and how they plan on distributing the ball with him. Uh, and then also, you know, I need to see more ETN. Uh, you know, I'm super excited about, you know, the running back situation here. Uh, you know, in Jacksonville, super excited about, <clears throat> you know, the, the receivers as well. And, you know, all the good things we've been hearing on, you know, on radio, I want to see them in person. All right. Well, awesome. Um, hopefully it doesn't rain and uh, you can enjoy a normal game day experience. And avoid injuries, which I think is one of the big keys in preseason. But this should be the good one because then you see a lot of the starters more so than any of the other games. And I do plan to leave like uh, an hour and a half, two hours early this time to, to make it on time to see the pre, pre-game cool video packages and all the cool music they play. 
because Amelia's coming with me, with me to this game, and she's into the, the music that they play at the stadium. You remember how they used to play music at the stadium back in the 90s when the Jags first started, how it was like all like Leonard Skinner and country music, and now it's like cool hip-hop, and it's like completely yeah. different. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I love it. Yeah. I love it, man. I think no, that was... I, I, think was that, I think it's great. Yeah. I think that was back in the day, like, appealing to the... Uh, country or the uh, college football fans that were still like sort of uh, transitioning to, to the pros to support the Jack or something. I don't know. But anyway, um, and that one game where the, the football goes under the helmets and then you have to track which helmet the football's under, it, like it's like moved around a lot. Have you seen that? That makes me dizzy and nauseous whenever that comes on. So I mean, you see how big the screens are? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, all right, well, uh, We'll be recording next week after uh, this game leading into, I guess, the last preseason game. Is there one more after this, right? Uh, yeah, I think they play the Falcons. Okay. Yeah, that's, um, they need to throw the entire bench out there. And that if the, the top 25 are good, the bottom 25 or 27 um, or 28, however many they'll have, they'll probably have, you know, they'll have more. They have to get down to 53 plus the you know, practice squad. But they need to throw all them out there and see what they have. And then the ones that don't do well, they can cut. And we can find just some new ones in free agency or whatever because they got to see what that bottom half of the roster looks like because it is. That was a big, although it was a silly, if you want to call it silly preseason game, that was a big drop off <laughs> after after the first team went out in, in that Browns preseason game. Um, that was bad. So, and they know that. They don't think the coaches don't. They they know that, and they're going to get it better. It's just going to you got to weed out who who's worthy and who's not. Yeah, yeah, the the yeah, you're right. The last game against the Falcons at three o'clock on August the twenty seventh. What is that? That's so weird. <laughs> three o'clock. Um, and then week one regular season at the Commanders. So, uh, which I will be in attendance for. Oh, you will? Yes, sir. Oh, nice. Okay, where's your yeah. seats? Yeah, um, my seats are, I believe they're on the 50-yard uh, line, 10 rows up behind the Jags bench. Dang, okay. Fancy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the commanders. Nobody goes to those games. <laughs> I'm, pretty yeah, sure I a, I'm pretty sure I got a, 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 a hot dog voucher <laughs> nice. with, my, with my seat. You better wear a hard hat to that game. For what? Man, man the stadium falling apart, man. Yeah, oh yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I think they had what the didn't uh, some fans fall off a rail trying to get a, a autograph from yeah. Jalen Hurts, and then a bunch of water got dumped on some fans, and it turned out to be toilet water. Um, you better not be standing under no pipes, JK3. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, thanks for ruining my experience. Yeah, wow. yeah. We need we for that look he just gave gave me i think we need to put this on youtube that look did it right there cuz he literally looked up y'all he looked up like okay usually db you know running his mouth sometimes but he's not now that i think i remember that day okay Ooh. i better not be sitting under a pipe <laughs> patchwork stadium and you might <laughs> and you might witness harassment just like we did with Deshaun Watson uh but coming from the owner and people in the front <laughs> office, because they're also in trouble. Because um, that's like they have like the most issues right now, don't they? Like legally, the the Washington team. Yeah, the, it's. I mean, that's another story for another time. Yeah. Dan Snyder's a, a 
I think he's an idiot, but yeah. Well, all right. Well, uh, appreciate everyone for listening again. Leave us a rating review on Apple podcasts and Spotify, which has uh, reviews now. Uh, you can also listen on Google podcasts. And again, we're affiliated with the blue wire podcast network and we'll talk to you guys next time. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.